I mean, when I first started to speak out, and I, I was on the radio since '98, uh-huh. and uh, I gave the histories of the rooms, I gave the esoteric meanings behind them, and so on. An intensive course, uh, right up to, 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 to uh, 2005. Uh-huh. I was on four nights a week, often, um, and then we went on the shortwave on, on the internet radio on Sweet Liberty, and uh, still on on Wednesday nights. But at the beginning, um, I mean, I did, I got had amazing harassment. Uh, I had a helicopter drop something down the chimney uh, just before it was going on in the air, and the, the, the whole damn thing went up in flames. Uh, it was a white phosphorus stuff because once they got it out, it just burst into flames. Once it dried out from the water, I got down it. Uh, I had guys driving at night when I'd walk the dog. Uh, they come up my little country lane. Uh, with no lights on, they'd switch them off, and, and then they'd park 20 feet from me and just sit there very ominously. Uh-huh. So you have your threats and, and that kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so believe you me, they don't mess around when you're telling that you're getting stuff out there that matters. Uh, people who believe they're living in a, a some sort of law and order society <laughs> uh, really are at the bottom of level one reality. Uh-huh. Uh, that these guys do not mess around. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing is too. When you say this, and uh, I, I have, a, I have a friend in the United States, and he said to me, he says people are so green because he said they, are, they have so many ways of doing things. He said, and if people could be woken up quickly, he said, uh, he said, boy, he said, I wish, he said, that we had the money and we would. Uh, raise the money to have our own TV station and uh, on satellite. He says, we could get it out, you know. And I said, yeah. yes. I said, but, you know, I said, you might not make it over the border. That's right. And he said, but we need to find a way to get it out and to wake people up before it's too late. Yeah, the time really is rushing. They're on a rush now for the agenda. I said, ID card is only a step towards the chip. It's interesting, even the chip comes from the term, a chip off the old block. Yeah. Now, that's a Masonic term, because the block, of course, is the old altar they used to walk around, and that's a common Masonic greeting. You know, I've been around the block a few times. Uh-huh. And, and the son of a Mason is called the chip off the old block, which is also the Mason himself, the mm-hmm. Ashler Petley Squared Mason. Mm-hmm. Oh, I must share something with you, uh... Uh, at one time, I'd, and that was my last show with uh, David Icke, and I got him very upset. And I brought up masonry, masonry in England, and masonry, and possibly, I said, and possibly your dad. I said, because some people have spoken about you and the masonry. He just lost it. Yes, uh-huh. And I said, well, yeah, I, I do know, and here's a little thing here some um, old fellows who have been high up in Freemasonry <coughs> and, and they went down and tested uh, some of these speakers David Icke was one when he was in Toronto and uh, they gave him the handshakes the signals, the pass and, and, he, and Icke replied in kind mm. yeah. oh <laughs> well uh, yeah, well, anyway, let's uh, let's uh, uh, have Ike his heyday as Ike pleases to have his heyday. But I hope that he doesn't have it at the cost of gentle people. 
Well, I, another thing Albert Pike did mention is that he said we always give to the public their leaders to follow. He said we, we, we give leaders for every side. And sometimes they refer to them as pied pipers. The pied piper comes mm -hmm. out playing a fantastic mm -hmm. tune, mm -hmm. and the children follow. And, of course, they lead you in circles and circles and really get you nowhere. Well, get you confused. If you are confused, you won't leave, you won't smarten up, and you won't speak to other people, and you won't empower other people. And basically, you do what... Uh, and this is what happened during World War II because my father used to, uh, uh, shall we say, wear me out 100% by marching the people through the house and say, answer the questions, give them an answer, and uh, so forth. And then one day I said to him, I said, you know, I said, by what you are doing, I said, you are creating a condition and uh, he said, but you were asking, he said, uh, for us to be informed. I said, yes, you should be informed and save the people's lives. I said, but at the same time, I said, I don't know. I said, what is your whole agenda? I said, because you are bringing the Jesuits here over the house too. And uh, he looked very surprised because he was an escapee Jesuit. And not until many years later, when suddenly he started to do all his disclosures to me, you know, when he said, you win. And so he started to talk about that. And in 1973, 74, 75, I had a very wonderful friend who was a, psych a psychiatrist, and uh, he, um, he was very high up in the Masons. And one day we were sitting in Stanley Park, eating our breakfast and feeding the birds, and suddenly he said to me, he says, you promise now, he says, that you be very careful that you, he said, because you know too much. And I was very surprised for him to say that. And he says, even when you die, he says, I want you to make sure that, that you protect your brain. And I was like, wait a minute. And a year later, he said to me, he said, we're going to put the day when I'm leaving this planet, he said, because I don't want to be around and uh, be part of all of this, what is coming in the future. And he started to speak about some of this, what you are speaking about. And I am just simply wanting to, to know what is it that you and I can do to get it out so that people pluck the cotton out of their ears and that they are going to say, well, you know, we haven't been chipped yet, although there are many idiots that are lining up to be chipped, mm -hmm. you know, but there are many out there that can still stop it. Because they don't know what the agenda is. They don't know that they are basically signing their death sentence. Yes, yeah, yeah. So what do we tell them? Uh, it, 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 well, the, the battle's on. The, the battle's what we've been doing along the way. And, and the people who have been um, waking up uh, in a wake who then in turn wake up others. Uh, I think part of the, the, the 
problem is it's difficult, almost impossible, to wake someone up if they haven't taken the first step themselves by questioning uh, the system. Uh, if they have taken the first step, it's easier to come in with the information and bring them up to a, a level two reality at least. Um, uh, but people, most people have swallowed the level one indoctrination uh, they're like domesticated animals. I mean, that's what sheep are. They're, they're domesticated as opposed to wild. A wild animal has its ability for survival intact. It's, it's suspicious. A domestic one has that bred out of it. And, uh, and the people truly could never imagine that these nice men in their, in their Masonic business suits, that's what a suit and tie is, is a Masonic uniform. Uh, if you wonder why in court you must wear a suit and tie, it's because it's Masonic, and that tie is your your toe cord. That, that's the <laughs> limitation, you might say. Uh. So, so anyway, um, yeah, the people who swallowed the, the whole reality as it's been presented to them uh, would have nervous breakdowns if you suddenly bring them into reality and say, look, we're all being managed like animals. We're under a system of, of micromanagement here, and and uh, and uh, the, the nasty plans ahead. You know, the, the good shepherds plan on slaughtering you soon. Um, uh, that'd be too much for them to handle. They'd rather turn on TV and escape into fantasy land, or, or or go off and play with their chakras or something. That that's really what they'll do. Um, the ones who who have taken the first steps are, are much easier to help. If they've asked the question themselves, what nurse really is behind all of this? Um, and maybe it's not a matter of saving everyone. I don't, I don't know how this will really work out for everyone. Um, it, it's more a matter of getting through to the people who've taken that first step of questioning and, and filling in the, 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 the reality for them. Uh, that's probably most important. And it's coming. I mean, the people phone all the time. I've spent thousands of hours teaching people personally um, for free, uh-huh. um, and and, uh, and it's amazing to watch them really come up and grow, you know, and almost glow, you might say, because they're living for the first time in their life. They're actually living, as opposed to the to the to the analogy given in the New Testament of the dead, uh, where even Jesus says, "Let the dead bury their dead." They've never been awake. Well, I, 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 I dislike to say it, but I do definitely not believe in the Jesus guy. Sorry, because... Well, it's, it's a nice story, but... Um, yeah. But on the other hand, it's, it's a dual-edged story as well, as they all are, and most people don't understand that the, the, there's another side to that whole book there. There's an agenda written in there as a territory, and in fact, the agenda's also in the New Testament, because it's the same old plan of the same bunch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, if if you look at Revelations, it's basically a roadmap and a blueprint on how it should be going. It, it is, and as I say, the it's based on 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 the stellar uh, time clock, you know, the zodiac, uh-huh. and that's the great uh, plan in the sky, the head divine plan that George Bush Senior referred to a few times. He said everything was going to the, according to the divine plan, the heavenly plan. And that's what they mean by that into the age of Aquarius, because they um, they have their own version of Aquarius, of course. Um, it's interesting, even in, in, in Revelations, you, you find the t- 
wild by Alan. It is really wild because she, Whitaker, as I said to you, you know, what are these boys going to do without their mama, you know, and their, uh, and their toast in the morning? And uh, in some cases, sometimes these mamas, they uh, are pretty powerful. And uh, we know, of course, Roman Catholic Church was uh, got rid of the uh, of the ladies there, and uh, and the uh, in, in masonry, of course, the ladies are not allowed either. And uh, the make believe for the ladies out there is just scandalous. Ladies and gentlemen, for you who are listening, please go and get a pencil, get a piece of paper. You are listening to. Of course, your friend, great friend, our guest, Alan Watt, researcher and author, his website, www.cuttingthroughthematrix.com. I hope you got that one. For you who are in the audience, you can see it. But for our listeners, here it comes. He has written three wonderful books, cutting through, number one, the androgynous hermaphroditic agenda, cutting through to a glimpse into the great work, cutting through three esoteric unveiled and the meaning of revelations in the high Masonic tradition. Could I ask you about that? This, uh, the meaning of revelations. What would they, what, you know, I know it is a roadmap. I know that it has been used, and maybe it is overused, but at the same time, it is maybe a death sentence for millions. Oh, well, it is. It, it tells you right there. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the third book, I go through the meanings, the esoteric meanings. Of, of why they gave these dark constellations the names, of what's behind them, the meanings of the names, the functions of them. See, they're functions in Freemasonry. And, um, and of course, I think last week I explained what Aquarius meant, really, um, which is uh, taken from the Greek story, where uh, a new type of, of male comes into creation um, who, who's raped by Zeus and placed in, in the heavens, um, uh, the symbology being that, that, that through sexual intercourse he was regenerated and very possibly gives birth, gives birth as a male to a new system. That's really what they're coming down about. So Aquarius is very, very important to them. Uh, that's why they wrote it, and, and I think the book of John, where Jesus goes out and tells them to find the guy with the, with the colt uh, carrying a pitcher of water that's referring to the end of his reign uh, which, which would be the beginnings of Aquarius, the water bringer you see, the, the water also is the pool of life, you might call it the gene pool uh-huh. where, it's, where it's poured out, you see, it's finished the old gene pool is gone it's highly symbolic for them um, when you go to Revelations, you find the, the, the magic number of 144,000 really uh, are to be saved and, and some other helpers, perhaps. So you talk about a minuscule amount of people 
And, and in that tradition, of course, we also find the houses they're supposed to belong to. They're the houses of the Zodiac, the 12 tribes are. Uh-huh. Always was, prior to Judaism, too. And um, uh, the four main constellations that, that we know um, uh, are also in the Vatican ceiling <laughs> next to the apostles. Yeah. Because they, they represent four of them, and they also represent the four seasons. Uh, so many Masonic meanings are embedded there. Uh, so I go through all of this, but I also go into, you, you see, if you look at the, the New Jerusalem and even the meaning of Zion and the Kabbalah and an ancient Kabbalah, which pre-existed uh, the modern stuff, yeah. um, it was very common to take the first two words, uh, letters of words, and, and put them together, and that became another name which was used by those in the esoteric no. Um, so, you, so you had the Aramaic and Judaic word for the moon was, was, was sin. That's what the meaning of sin is, by the way. And we know that, that Isis and Mary and so on are always symbolized by the moon. And so they took S-I and, and they took the, the O-N from the city of On. On is the erect phallus and that's the opalus. And even today they use it in sexual terminology, which is rather hard to get a hold of, if you understand what I'm saying. Uh, it's in a language, it was all encoded into the English language. So you have Sion, that's the real meaning, is the twin duality of the hermaphrodite, Sion. And, and the Knights Templars use that term for themselves. There's still the priory to Sion mm-hmm. existing today. Charlemagne for the Catholic Church created the first big bank. He called it the Bank of Sion, S-I-O-N, and the River Sion still flows through Switzerland today. So, so it's not what people think it is. It's not a strictly Judaic thing at all. It, it's a, a noble aristocratic movement, and the race they refer to are all the nobles of all the countries who've proven through selective breeding that they have the right be where they are at the top to rule the masses. That's the new race they talk about. It's not a particular color at all. It's that the top people who rule the world in all countries, they are the new race that the Masons always refer to. Um, the cube, if you look at the shape of the new Israel, it's an allegory. And it's as tall as it's long as it's broad. It's a cube. It's a cube. It's a perfect ashlar. It's a system. The ashlar is the brick. The round brick is the natural one. This is the, this is the perfectly shaped square one, which is which is perfected, as they call it. So the New Jerusalem is a perfect system. Uh-huh. And the Pope has the key to Jerusalem. That's right. Uh, and also supposedly to heaven, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so that's another little clue there, is that no other religion... That they allow it to be said that the leader had the, the, the keys of heaven. That's why they're very they're at the top there, the Catholic Church. Wow. It's a whole Masonic game. Wow. So, if I can help, but it will change it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think <laughs> it, is yeah. discuss, it is disgusting that uh, somewhere or other a bunch of people, Alan, could sit there for it doesn't matter how many centuries sit there and scheme 
over the lives of the beautiful lives of all the little children who live upon this planet today, of all the gorgeous animals and birds and everything that's there, to make such a thing that they feel so egotistically as thwarted as they are, superior to all the lovely innocent people. Mm-hmm. And when I look no. at, mm-hmm. when I was looking today at what has happened in Africa, first these people they got AIDS. Then these people there they got uh, a lack of food, drought. Now these people have no drinking water, and basically they are wiping the planet clean of those they have decided they don't want, and you and I are next. I know, I know, yeah. These people truly believe that they are a different species through evolution, evolutionary perfection, and interbreeding selective marriages as opposed to people who marry in common. And and they, they claim they have the right to move on and, and create a new society where the next type of human will basically be programmed like a robot um, and have no individuality of its own. Uh, this analogy with, with the, the, the cube of, of the New Jerusalem, uh, the system, was shown in the Star Trek movies with the Borg, these part cyborg, part human uh, robots really, uh, they were all connected by a central computer through a brain chip, and and their ship was a square, a square, a perfect cube. They, they show it in a, in a, right to us, you know, an allegorical form, in, in all of their movies. Probably munch on the popcorn and, and, and blow bubble gum. Um, they show us their agenda and mock us because they must mock the victims actually as part of their ceremonies. So. So this is their agenda, is to bring a new creature, a new servant, a new, a new servant uh, into being, call off the old. And it's not just, uh, most people are always looking towards some great final catastrophe. And I tell them, look, we're being sterilized. One in two are going to get cancers. They talked about putting uh, diseases into inoculations in the 17 and 1800s. Yeah. They've been doing it. They have been doing it. It's all underway. The war has been underway before we were born, and they do it. And the good shepherd can't tell the sheep what he's really doing. He's got to soothe them and, and divert them and so on. They've been doing it. One in six children now are autistic after inoculations. This is deliberate, and it's happening now. We're in the horror show. If we open our eyes, we'll see it. But this is the danger that most people are still as blind as bats and you know I would I wish you know we could shake them and say hey come on wake up it is your last hour to wake up to do something yeah I I know and uh, that's the sad part you can spend so much energy trying to wake most people try to, to, to wake up those nearest to them nearest and dearest and and they can't often, generally, they can't get through. So I, I tell them, don't spend so long on someone who, who can't understand it. Try and find those who are looking for the answers and help them and, and do it as quickly as possible so that they
to them as well because it's coming down to an individual thing here uh, the old thing again revelations everyone will have to swear allegiance to the beast it's going to be an individual thing are you going along with it or not and I, I'm pretty sure that the, the bulk of the public as always the good sheep the trained sheep they will go along with it of course but those who, who don't go along with it and refuse to be num numbered and stamped like an animal, um, um, that, that's what changes the world. It, the world is never changed by, by mass movements. It's changed by individuals. And, and, that, and that's the, the part in the equation that they hate. They cannot stand the individual. That's why the new system is to have no individuality, is to be the collective as against the individual, that's really what the war is really all about uh, on this level. Do you believe that they are changing uh, uh, Freemasonry to something that is different as what it was in the past in order to fool the people that come into Masonry? Oh yeah, well Freemasonry has always lied to the people at the bottom and Albert Pike freely admitted it in his own writings uh, that the, the, the Blue Lodge is always up to the third degree, and most never go past the third degree. Um, he said they are the outer portico. In other words, they're like, they're like a, a shell that hides the real function of masonry. And only those who go up to the sublime orders, as they call it, um, and into the, the Luciferian orders, uh, up to the 33rd degree. Uh, and, and those, of course, in the 40th degree, where life begins at 40, that those guys know what their, what their agenda is. They're part of it. They still need to know basis, mind you. That's what the degrees are. And, um, and of course, this goes right up. The, the OTO sect of Freemasonry, which most musicians and actors and so on in the Hollywood crowd belong to, uh, that goes up to 96 degrees. And then up to the noble orders beyond that. Um, and that's why you tried to get in. You see, that's why Paul McCartney became knighted into the noble orders, because then he can go much higher again. And, and then, it's then, from then on, it's from the long lineages of interbreeding, special mating with, with, with wives and husbands for special abilities. And that's where they get right up into the, the higher degrees, into the 300 to 360. So it's a bloodline thing, too. And, and they show you this in, in their book of the law. See, the Old Testament is the law book. Through stories, they're actually telling you the laws that they must follow. We have slavery, etc. And, and where Jacob can lie to his old dad, uh, pretend he's a brother, uh, cheat him, cheat his brother of his birthright, and that God blesses him for being so crafty. <laughs> you know? I mean, that, 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 the, she was telling you the rules there. And, and, and you can have slavery. Slavery is fine. Um, so the, the Old Testament really, and Testament again comes from testes. I don't know if people understand the word testament <laughs> and testifying, because in the ancient <laughs> the Middle East, and not so long ago actually, um, you were led into court by the short and curlies. The guard literally held you, he had you by the short and curlies. And, um, and that was your testimony you gave. Money means man, from man, mon. Mm -hmm. And that comes from the same word as money because it's slaves and they carried the head and that became eventually money. Um, so, so they would happen in court and you would swear uh, on, on your future posterity, you see, 
right and not to tell a lie, etc. And if you did, you were crushed, literally crushed. The family jewels, as they say in Masonry, were crushed. And um, from that came all of the oaths and secrets. Absolutely shocking. Genitalia, yeah. And that's where testimony, um, uh, you, you find all the words with uh, testify, um, testament, uh, it, it's all from the same root word. This is a phallic, male-oriented system mm-hmm. of regenerative powers through the phallus. We have, we have a gentleman coming on to this show, and I think it is the 19th, from Egypt, <coughs> and this uh, Egyptian scholar is in terrible trouble because he is saying that what is on the in the Egyptian tombs and what is written there, and what they are saying that is written there is a lie, because this man <laughs> came out of a uh, ancient Egyptian family and they kept all the ancient Egyptian writings and the meanings of the writings, and he studied all the writings. And he came forth, and he said, it is a lie. He said, you're telling people lies. This is not written there, what you are saying that's written there. So now Egypt itself, and of course the Masonic movement, are very angry at him, because he is translating what has been written there. Mm-hmm. And they are very, very angry. I'm sure, I'm sure, because they base so much on, on the, of the Masonic mythology on, on Egypt. Uh, they base so much of their present teachings on, on, on what they've been told. And uh, I, I know Bearsden was the first trans, major translator, and he was a high Freemason uh-huh. back in the 1800s to translate most of the stuff. Uh, and he was followed up by Wallace Budge of the British Museum who also gave his translations, also high Freemason. Uh, so it would be interesting to see any comparisons at all. Plus I've studied it myself, you know, the, the language and the Sumerian. So uh, I'd be interested in, in hearing what he has to say. Yeah. But it is, it is very, very interesting that we are seeing this kind of uh, information at such a late time coming to the fore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. and it may have a purpose, though. You know, maybe it, maybe it, um, uh, sometimes things happen outside of the control here to the right people at the right time. And I'm sure you've experienced this yourself, where where um, things which often shouldn't happen uh, will happen for you. I don't believe in synchronicities no. as much, uh, just in happenstance. There's generally there's generally something else at work there, so it's probably all for the good that is coming out now, and the people are finding each other, they're getting in touch with each other, and who knows where this will go in the time that is left. Um, I was going to mention an esoteric story to you. Uh, about their plan, mm-hmm. which they gave us with the very, very high Freemason Arthur C. Clarke, who also was involved with NASA and the, the satellite program. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like Gene Rod- Roddenberry was also a, a member too for the Star Trek episodes. He was a member of NASA. That's where he got his predictive programming stuff. Well, Arthur 
Arthur C. Clarke shows you the religion they believe in at the beginning of the movie made in the 1960s called 2001. That's when the, the, the big race was to be on beginning in 2001 to bring in this new system, this wonderful system as they called it. And in the, the beginning of the movie they show you all the different uh, animals and so on and these sort of chimp-like males. Um, and they're showing you evolution in a sense. Um, and then an obelisk appears, which looks strangely like the big black office towers at the United Nations building. But uh, this thing imparts knowledge to that one member of the tribe who then, rather than just shake his fist at his neighboring tribe at the watering hole, picks up a bone, which is a thigh bone, by the way. They love the crossbones under the skull. And he uses that as a weapon for the first time to kill. So they're telling you those that, that, that took the, the ability to kill and used it were the natural champ champions towards progress and civilization. Then it goes into space, so you, you have initiation ceremonies in an allegorical form taking part in space, whereas the computer goes crazy on the spacecraft on the way to the moon or Jupiter, and uh, it kills two members off who are therefore the unworthy ones. They were worthy to overcome the computer, uh, but one does manage to overcome all of the laws that the computer was laying down. That's a Masonic symbol of he who overcomes the one who, who creates the laws of nature. Mm -hmm. The computer was called Hal, which is from the, the Helios Hal of the Greeks. And if you take an English language, H, and you get the, 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 um, the next letter to it is I, and you have A, you see, you have B, and then you have L, the next letter is M, you have I, B, M. You see, that's how they put it right in front of your face in Masonic coding. And I beam, when it's spoken, remember the spoken word is one level of the spell. <laughs> and so you, you speak it, you've got I beam, and that was always used as the light from the eye of Lucifer. So they go through all this stuff in allegorical form. The movie ends with this man who ends up in Jupiter in a multi-dimensional state. He lives forever. And then in 2010, um, supposedly, that's when a new sun is born in the sky, meaning for masons, as above, so below, there'll be a new type of man presented or born or, or shown to the public in 2010. It was a completely, these are all Masonic movies, high Masonic movies, in allegorical form. So, um, it's a pity that people can't understand them, as I say, Why would they, they have found it so important to uh, brainwash the New Age people with their reincarnation story? Why would they have found that so important? Because that's what they throw at everybody, and including this uh, uh, little boy from India. He said, well, you know, if they kill me here, I will come alive over there. I said, you watch out what you say.
live forever. And it doesn't matter what happens here to me or anyone else because I'll be okay in the next life. It, 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 it stops them from participating in this life. That, that, that it's a disabling technique. It's a psychological disabling technique. And that's why they pushed it so heavily uh, onto the people. Well, I, I must say they have pushed it so heavily on the people when you listen to some of the New Age people in the New Age community that are so brainwashed by this uh, uh, <laughs> Helena Blavatsky that it is scary to hear them communicate. And you say, my, oh, my, have you never, ever thought and reasoned this out and come to the logic of this? Have you never thought about it? And and they say, well, no, but this is how it is. As an a, who said so? Mm-hmm. Because as as most of them don't know, is that Bravatsky was paid. So was her sister by by top masons to spread mm-hmm. this story. Yes, and she made herself. Her grandfather was one of the top uh, highest masons in Russia. And she was brought in by the British Crown, who gave her her charter uh, to, to open up these pseudo-Masonic lodges. She, this is actual charter she was given by the top boys. And that tells you all you need to know. And, and of course, they even knew then that... Uh, it's another part of this. It's a very important part, actually. They knew in the 1800s that they would eventually bring in... Uh, doesn't exist? Aren't we a spirit having a human experience? You see, there we go.
each other. In fact, that's what they have government agencies now almost forbidding you to help people. We saw that down in New Orleans where the people were on the roofs of their houses. Yeah. And the floodwaters were all around, and FEMA was stopping people getting in to take them off. Neighbors watched neighbors drowning, and they were not allowed to go and help them. Yeah, that's true. Yes, so this is part of that typical, as I say, a Hinduistic type uh, way of looking at things. Well, that's their karma, and that's what happened to them, and nothing to do with me. And your conscience is somehow clear because of that. Yeah, that is why I think also they are so angry because the uh, Zarathustran community, Zarathustran, are are, uh, springing up and are uh, increasing because it teaches good deeds, good thoughts, good compassion, and of course no killing. And hey, wait a minute, that is going to go against their grand agenda. Yes, absolutely. Because you're supposed to... uh, uh, It's a sad part too. They always use the ordinary people's sons and daughters to go off and to war and kill everybody else. And those people get so conditioned in the military uh, and the police and so on that when they're told to start bashing the heads of their own people, they do it like robots. So their own sons and daughters end up uh, turning on, on, on their parents, you know. Uh, that's a scary thought. It's been done down through history many, many times over. So... So, yeah, we're, it's a scientific type of system that, uh, that they, if when you have no compassion for your fellow man, then and you cannot cry for people being blown up with your tax money thousands of miles away uh, and, and sit and watch it as you eat your dinner as though it's just another movie, uh, who's going to cry for you when it's your turn? But would you think, would you really think, Alan, that if the time comes, and it is coming very swiftly because we can see it on a monthly basis how things change, and I've heard some very sad stories again in uh, uh, coming from Ontario where uh, somebody's elderly mother had broken a leg because she fell and slipped on the ice, okay? She's taken to the hospital and the husband and the daughters and the sons, they all believed that they were going to set the lake and mom was going to be released home with the cast, right? Yeah. Well, not really. Mom was taken into the hospital and uh, this is now three weeks and mom is still in that hospital and mom now, who when she went into the hospital, was intelligent, could read and write, and uh, actually was a pest sometimes to the kids. And uh, now the same mom barely recognizes anyone and is laying in a fetal position. Yes, uh-huh. yeah, I know. Uh, she was supposed to use her own reason about things. And when things don't make sense, we can't take the standard answers. Um, I've watched over the last few years, and just listened to the regular news, and sure enough, the, the flu outbreaks always begin in old age homes. And these places, it's mandatory to take the flu shot, and it always breaks out right after it's had the flu shot, which would suggest to me it's in the flu shot. Okay? <laughs> so so these, these places, every year it's the same story. And they're always so bewildered, supposedly, how this is happening. 
but it's obvious why it's happening and how it's happening. Um, these, places, these so-called retirement homes, etc., I call them uh, exit homes. That that's you getting that your exit time because that's what's going to happen to you there. Uh, and of course, they, they, they give them haloperidol and so on to, to drug them, so they sit in those chairs all day long without causing any problems for the staff. And then they end up with, with, with inhalation pneumonia and die very quickly, which suits the system well. You know, well. you know, uh, when people do not understand, and there will come, of course, a day when they start to feel uh, threatened, when they come to the realization that they couldn't trust the system as they believed they helped to build up a system that was uh, good for all people. And then they are going to discover that they are losing their possessions. And uh, we did get some writings here from some interesting people where it said that the, the United States of America has a bill laying ready to be signed for the president that will take away from all people their property rights, yep. including for them to own their house, their car, everything. Yes. They will be literally wiped clean of everything they worked for and they struggled for, and that bill is there. Someone says, no, that couldn't be true. I said, yes, it is there, and we shall one day, we shall post it here. But at the same time, when people have not realized that they are on the edge of losing all their rights and that if they went to speak against them, they could end up in the so-called psychiatric prisons. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that is what could happen in the near future because they have built so many or, of course, they... Uh, um, as we know that the police in the, in the United States uh, shot at people who, who basically were trying to talk to them to say, oh, well, something happened over there, and then they got shot. They were killed. Yeah. Freedom. I know, I know, I know everything that's going to happen in the U.S. will happen here simultaneously. Yeah. Because last uh, March, during the Terry Schiavo thing, which really was a cover... Um, as well as the spell cast over the world for euthanasia yeah. and the state ordered euthanasia. Um, under that cover, the 27th of March, uh, Mr. Martin, uh, Fox and Bush signed a deal to unite the Americas. And that was shown just with a minute and a half clip on the CBC and on global television. Everyone's forgotten about it, thinking that can't really be true, even though it was on the news. And that was the start of the, of the official unification of the Americas. We're under the same rules now. Yeah, and, yeah, and you know, but also my concern is, uh, and, and I've said that, actually it is in my prophecies that I foresaw in the very near future Australia, New Zealand, and Canada under one uh, uh, pact. And when whatever is coming, what I have seen coming in the in the not too far future, is that the United States whole chunks, whether this is orchestrated, because to me, and and I should be careful what I'm saying, but yet I feel that it is orchestrated uh, devastation in the United States of America that will split the United States first 
in half and then in three pieces, but that part of the United States falls to Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As well as I have seen the uh, Chinese army and the uh, Russians come over Alaska into uh, the United States and Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting thing that Mr. Kissinger in the 70s in electric California when he was criticized when he mentioned that the, that the Americans would let the United Nations in one day, he said that if under the right conditions, meaning catastrophe, the Americans would welcome uh, uh, foreign troops coming in. And, of course, uh, the CFR said in their books as far back as the 30s that, that China would take over one day in the 21st century as the policeman of the world from America. So all these things are absolutely possible, yeah. Would you not think, and we do this quick because we have to have you back, there is so much here, but would you not think that at one time during the time of Stalin that Russia was promised world government and then they didn't get it, and then, of course, China is uh, promised world government and it looks that they may get it? And that we will be then, of course, made toast. Yes. Uh-huh. But they'll also kill off all the, the, the excess in China, too, because they don't need them all in the manufacturing for a much smaller world. So the, the global elites, remember, who set up those countries, the same bankers set up China that set up Russia, and, uh, and they run those countries. Um, everyone is going to be a mass thinning out of the populations worldwide. Uh, but in the meantime, yeah, they both go through the usual strategies of using one after another as world police to manage the deaths and the cullings as it goes on. But I have no doubt on that. So China definitely will be used, and, and no doubt uh, the Soviet or the Russian system as well. Uh-huh. It, is, it is very amazing, as I just recently did hear from someone that all of a sudden China was inviting the Dalai Lama to come to China and speak with them to have a visit, but he didn't go there. So, Alan, we need to have you back. Welcome back, all right. (laughs) You're so lovely. Ladies and gentlemen, you who are listening, one more time, get a pencil. If you want to be in the know, I mean, if not, stick your head in the sand and pretend it didn't happen. Pretend it is the Joneses who are sold down the river. Definitely. But if you want a pencil, you can get, of course, a hold of our wonderful guest and friend, Alan Watt, and that is A-L-A-N, W-A-T-T, researcher and author, website, www.cuttingthroughthematrix.com, and his books, Cutting Through, one, the androgynous hermaphroditic agenda, Cutting Through, two, a glimpse into the great work, Cutting Through, three, Esoteric Unveiled and the Meaning of Revelations in the High Masonic Tradition. Each book, $25 payable in international postal money order, which is available at your post office. Run, 
contact, you can write Alan at Alan Watt, that is A-L-A-N-W-A-T-T, site 41, box 4, and then there it comes, E-S-T-A-I-R-E, Ontario, Canada, and there's the other, P-3-E-4-N-1. And otherwise, you can go also contact to webmaster at alanwattcuttingthrough at yahoo.com. Alan, this was wonderful. I am sure the people who are here have learned a lot. And I'm going to ask them, do you want Alan to come back? And I get a one from you. Let's see how many of you want Alan to come back soon. That would be interesting to see. Oh, yes. Oh, look at this here. Look at this here. See this here? Yes, there they go. Okay, be fast, because we're going to tell Alan, yes, everybody wants you to come back, Alan. Oh, that's nice to know. And everybody is saying, thank you, thank you. This is wonderful. And uh, we uh, say to the people out there, cutting, cutting, critter, we knew you would love it, you in Florida. And, uh, of course, our friend in uh, Australia did love it, too. And our friend in Toronto did. And Eagle's Nest, please to, please do my friend, see, because people are wanting to be in the know. That's important, Divine Maiden. Thanks for interesting info night. And it will be getting hotter and hotter as you pull the cotton out of your ear, pull your heads out of the sand, bring your friends, your family, and listen, get his books, and listen, and be informed. Be in the know. USA, California, we love you, all of you. Thank you, you people, for being here. Just wait, Ellen, just a second, please. 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In your home, at work, and around the world, broadcasting without borders, this is Eye on the Future Radio with Hepsiboa. Visit Eye on the Future's website for upcoming guests at www.ionthefutureradio.com. Hepsiboa's special guest tonight has been Alan Watt, researcher and author. Visit Alan's website at www.cuttingthroughthematrix.com. Join Hepsiboa here next on Monday, February 13th from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time when her special guests will be Victor Thorne and Lisa Giuliani from Wing TV discussing their new book, Phantom Flight 93, The Shanksville Flight 93 Hoax, What Really Happened to It on September 11, 2001. And for the latest in prophecies, visit Hepsiboa's Sayoshan website at www.saoshyant.org. Thank you all for joining the show this evening. We see you soon. And Alan, could they all survive what is coming, or could most survive that are in the know? Well, it's uh, up to the, they have their choice. They have their choice, and there are things which can be done, and, and maybe we can talk in another another show about.
us. Well, let us do that. And ladies and gentlemen, good night. Goodbye. Be well until we meet again.